Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Acts chapter 6. In those days when the number of disciples was increasing, the Hellenistic Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, It would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Brothers and sisters, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. This proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, also Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas from Antioch, a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles, who prayed and laid their hands on them. So the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly and a large number of priests became obedient to the faith. Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose, however, from members of the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Cilicia and Asia, who began to argue with Stephen but they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. Then they secretly persuaded some men to say, We have heard Stephen speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. So they stirred up the people and the elders and the teachers of the law. They seized Stephen and brought him before the Sanhedrin. They produced false witnesses who testified. This fellow never stops speaking against this holy place and against the law, for we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs Moses handed down to us. All who were sitting in the Sanhedrin looked intently at Stephen, and they saw that his face was like the face of an angel. Oh, sweet Stephen. We should all pray for Stephens to be raised up in the church. Even better, we could pray to become a Stephen, except for the bit about the stones. Perhaps, perhaps it's impossible to have one without the other. What Stephen and his pals illustrate is how God is always raising a new crop of leaders to step into service of his mission. The mighty oaks of the apostles look around and find a whole new canopy of foliage emerging around them. Our father is a farmer. He is always growing fresh crop. The big beasts of Peter and John and James had every credential, and yet God sprouts less credentialed people to do what the apostles could not have done. And the big beasts generously laid their hands on them. They made space for the new crop. That didn't just mean waiting on tables. 
Stephen and Philip and Parmenas, which I thought was a type of cheese, and the bloke from Antioch spark off a multi-ethnic, Mediterranean-wide expansion of the mission of forgiveness. Oh, sweet Stephen. God raised him. Make no mistake about that. But Stephen had invested in the stuff that made him useful to the Lord. He had filled himself with a lot of stuff, the spirit, wisdom, faith, grace and power. It is interesting that across the New Testament, these are things the church prayed into one another. Stephen seems to have continually placed himself in environments where people prayed wisdom into him, where people prayed grace into him, where people prayed faith into him. If you feel any hint of calling to leadership, if you think you might be some emerging foliage in the mighty forest of God, if you want to be useful to the cause of Jesus Christ, then I suggest you fixate yourself on being filled with these things. Place yourself in relationships and in environments where people pray these things into you. Learn all you can. Receive all you can. And then, when responsibility is being handed out, the people who have invested in you will be pleased to choose you. And more than that, God will be pleased to use you. He will fill you even fuller with his spirit and will use you to increase the number of disciples in the land. Question for reflection. What are you filling yourself with? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.